This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. We're going to speak with our good friend Brian Woodard, the head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. We are just over a month away from the start of high school football season. No, that seems hard to believe, but it is true. And uh, every year we like to check in during the summer with Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. Seems hard to believe he's been there since 2006, and he's built a great program out there at Plainfield. We always like to check in, and of course all year long uh, we'll be checking in with our coaches, Mark Bless out in Avon and uh, uh, Steve Spinks out at Cascade, etc. And uh, John Hart, I'm sorry, out at Brownsburg. And uh, high school football, it is becoming king here in central Indiana and uh, we've got some great programs out here. So here's my conversation previewing the 2017 season. Plainfield Quakers head coach Brian Woodard. Well, coach, we're uh, getting ever closer, just a month or so out from football season beginning. How are you feeling about the team? Well, it's been a uh, it's it's been an interesting June. Um, you know, it's it's a mix of of learning and improving, obviously, or at least you hope so. Um, and, and just kind of trying to, to remember what it's like to practice football. You know, I know that sounds kind of silly, but, um, you know, football is one of those very odd sports where, I mean, you don't get together with your buddies in the backyard and practice football. You know, I mean, you can, you can go in the gym and you can, you know, you can practice free throws. You can work on your ball handling skills and you can get a taste of what it's like to practice baseball and basketball and those kind of things. Football is not like that. So, you know, part of June is just remembering what it's like to be a team again, what it's like to practice again, what it's like to, you know, put a helmet on again and do all those, you know, hundreds of different things. But uh, I think we're headed in the right direction. Um, we definitely have a reason to practice in July. So, uh, you know, that's we're obviously in that month now, and, and we'll get cranked up here uh, very, very, very soon. We talk about this every time this year when we put this preseason show together and talk about where the team's at. How, how much of right now is just not getting anybody hurt? That's a huge part of it, um, and and not only you know not getting anybody hurt, but getting guys that are injured back. So you know it's a little bit of mix, uh, you know both of those things, and and we're we're in you know both of those situations. We've got you know we've got a couple kids right now that uh, we're kind of wait and see on. We're hoping they're going to be ready by team camp, and and hoping they're going to be ready by the start of the year. Uh, I'm sure we're not the only team that, that's like that, but. 
you know, for a head coach that, uh, you know, looks at the roster almost on a daily basis and, and, and looks at the big picture, um, at least at a school like Plainfield, you know, we're, we're one or two of the wrong injuries away from uh, the difference between a conference championship season and, and the uh, three-win season. So um, you're absolutely right. Injuries are, are critical this time of year. Get our guest Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. Coach, um, you mentioned this, and you just led me to my next point. You've had teams the last four or five years that easily could have contended for a conference championship, mm-hmm. only to be derailed by injuries at key positions. That's always got to right. be at the forefront of your mind. Yeah, it is. You you kind of you know start to think you're snake bitten a little bit. And and listen, Rob, you and I talked about this before. You know, I'm I'm not naive enough to to think that that we're the only ones that have that have had injuries. And that's you know, there you can go down the list of the number of teams that have had injuries to key guys and have uh, found ways to overcome. And that's just not something that we've been able to do in those those campaigns. And and obviously that's something that uh, you know it's a little bit out of my control, out of our kids' control. But you know, throughout all those years, the the one thing I'm most proud of is you know our kids never never quit. They never gave up. They stuck to the game plan and. You know, sometimes our team just weren't good enough to stack up against some of those others without those key players. Um, so, you know, that's part of it. That's the nature of coaching. And, and you know, those are those guys that coached with me through those years. You know, I'm proud of those guys as well because we always found a way to adapt and adjust and, and to put a competitive team out there each Friday night. And uh, you just – you know, it just it just grates on you a little bit. Uh, you know, year after year, you're like, gosh dang. You know, could we just could we just get a year? You know, those kind of things. And uh, that's always our our goal is to make it through healthy. Uh, it's a tough sport. It's a, it's a physical sport. We know that's not always possible, but you keep your fingers crossed for sure. There are always changes, uh, at least at the uh, coaching positions each year. It mm-hmm. seems like one or two. Can you tell us who's going to be uh, helping you out this year? Yeah, so we're we're a lot different. Well, I shouldn't say a lot different, but we continue to trend in in that direction. Uh, we have a new offensive coordinator this year, uh, Derek Moyers. A lot of you are familiar with with Coach Moyers. He's been at Warren Central as most recently, a former uh, head coach at Pike and Cascade. Uh, coach Moyers lives in Plainfield and is part of our community, and so we're happy to bring him into the fold. Uh, coach Dockery, uh, Chad Dockery, was a former head football coach at at Mooresville. Also, you know, Plainfield resident, so uh, we were fortunate enough to be able to bring him into the fold. So uh, lots of new faces on the offensive uh, side of the ball for sure. And, uh, you know, that's been going back to your first question you know, about about our team. That's been a big part of June is, is re uh, not relearning, I should say, learning for the first time, uh, new words, new terminology and those things on the offensive side of the ball. And uh, that's been uh, that's gone very well. But just like anything else, it's a challenge. It's one more thing you have to work on. But uh, so far, so good. I know those guys are ready to get to July and, and ready to kind of see a little bit more about what we've got once we're able to get into team camp and put some practices back to back. Take us through when you bring a new coach on board, especially one at a, a high, high important position like mm-hmm. uh, a coordinator. Do you say, look, here's how we do things around here. Here's the playbook. Learn it. How do you adapt them to your system? Well, I feel like if you're going to bring a guy in to, to, to do his thing, you need to let him do his thing. And, uh, you know, Coach Moyers, a lot of what, what he did at Warren is very similar to what Coach Camp and our offensive guys were already doing here with some differences for sure. Um, you know, so in, in that case, it was a very easy marriage. I felt like we were, like I said, we were already doing a lot of those things. So, um, my, my job is, is to let, let the coaches coach and, uh, you know, we obviously have to agree on some certain key principles in the program that are non-negotiables. And, and uh, you know, just like, you know, 
at any place. You know, you go to work for whoever your employer is. Uh, they, they want you to be creative and want you to be forward thinking, but there are certain principles that that company wants to adhere to, and, and, and there's going to be uh, no negotiating those. And that's the way it is on a football staff. Each staff has different, you know, principles that they feel important about. We, we do here, and and uh, I think you know both Coach Moore's and Coach Dockery thus far have done an excellent job of assimilating into who we are and, and, and what we do. Again, uh, guest Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers, previewing the 2017 season. You're going to have something that you haven't really ever been able to say. You've had some good guys at quarterback, but certainly nothing like this kid. Ben Slayton back for his junior year. You've got to be thrilled with the quality of play you're going to have at the quarterback position. Oh, there's, and you know, you could go right ahead and say that. I mean, I have no problem uh, catching the 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 best quarterback kind of uh, moniker to Ben because. Uh, statistically, he is. I mean, you know, last year he was uh, uh, 28 touchdowns, three interceptions, and I think that that just, I mean, that's that's phenomenal. Um, you, you don't see that very often in a high school quarterback to have that many touchdown uh, passes and, and that few of uh, uh, interceptions. So, yeah, we're excited to have Ben back. He's had a great summer. And, and, again, you know, learning a new offense has been, I think, been exhilarating for Ben a little bit, a new challenge, and that's always good to have. Uh, each quarterback position, having challenging them with something not only physically but mentally as well. You've always been a run, run, run sort of team, at least until last year, because you just really mm-hmm. haven't had the kid back there that can do the things Slayton can do. How much does that change what you plan for in the offseason, having a kid of his talent level? Um, you know, I, Ben obviously is a, is a kid that, you know, that, that can throw it. And, and that doesn't take a rocket scientist to turn on the uh, – you know, the film and, and get that figured out. I guess I shouldn't say rocket scientist. It's something like Nick Saban. Uh, <laughs> but it doesn't take Nick Saban to turn the game film on and see that. So, yeah, sure, that's a lot of what we want to do. But, you know, Ben is just one piece in, in the whole deal, and that's what makes football the greatest team game on the planet is you can have a Peyton Manning, but if you can't protect Peyton Manning, then it, it really doesn't matter. If you don't have Marvin Harrison to throw to, really doesn't matter so uh, yeah we're excited to have Ben but we also recognize that uh, you know there's some other pieces that have to fit with him um, that, that we've got to get better at we got to continue to build depth and do those kind of things in order for Ben to be able to be the kind of player that we feel like he can be. I know we've talked about this before but he was thrust into the starting position two years ago mm-hmm. as a freshman and at the time you were like oh man this is terrible we got to play you know right. this freshman kid that's probably not ready but now you probably look at it and say well, he's way ahead of the curve because of that yeah. experience. Yeah, it, it. I felt like he gained an entire year that that in that little stretch, you know, because we were as coaches at the time just riding Ben like nobody's business, trying to convince him that you're one play away. Well, at halftime of the Greenwood game, that one play came up, and he went on to throw three interceptions in the second half. Then it became real for Ben. Okay, I get what you were trying to say now, coach, and and. It was at that point in time where, you know, a lot of those lessons that we've been trying to hammer, you know, hammer to him uh, really became um, to the forefront. And, and I felt like he grew up so much that year. Last year, he really embraced the position of being a quarterback to understanding what the different guys have to do. You know, hopefully this year uh, that, that maturation process continues uh, and he continues to understand the game, maybe a little bit more, understand what defenses are trying to do and be able to look at some coverages and, and maybe be a little bit more of a thinker rather than, you know, just reacting to what the defense always gives you. But uh, 
you know, time will tell, like I said, getting, getting into, uh, into July is going to be critical for not only for Ben, but for our team as well. Get our guest, Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. Let's talk about some of the guys around him. You've also got that advantage that is underclassmen. You had a lot of guys playing last year at running back and mm-hmm. wide receiver. Let's talk about some of these guys that are now stepping up. Sure. Well, you know, you talk about guys that had, had a tough year last year, our, our starting running back, Dawson Anderson, uh, left at halftime in the Ron Colley game with, with Mono and, and never really got back to us. Came back in the starting lineup late in the year, but was never the same. But, you know, getting Dawson back uh, is going to be huge. And I uh, talked about sophomores having to play. Well, as backup last year, Tavian Gaudia had to play a lot. Well, now we know what Tavian's got. So now, we you know, we feel really good. Two very proven running backs. Um, that makes a huge difference. Um you know, guys up front, you know, we, we lose some really good players, but I feel like we've got some, some good kids back. Uh, Connor Kennedy is the kid that comes back with the most experience. Connor started as a freshman, feels like he's been around for a really long time, and, and, and he's key for us up front. And then, you know, lastly, the biggest position, really, when we talk about replacing guys on offense is our wide receivers. We lose Gavin Ritter and, and Dante Keyes, and between Gavin and, and Dante, I can't remember how many touchdowns they scored. Well over 2,000 yards in receiving. Um, it's going to be huge. I, I don't. I don't say this. We will. We will not be able to replace the kind of receivers that they were because they had a very. Uh, each of them had a great skill set. However, the guys that we've got coming up, hopefully, they can bring their own special blend and, and skills uh, to what we want to do. So uh, there's a nice core of those guys from uh, Luke Middleton and, and Mason Burgess. Um, that, that, you know, that have waited their time, so to speak, you know, played maybe a, a second-tier role. Well, now they're going to be thrust into the limelight a little bit more and expected to catch the ball on a more consistent basis. So, um, you know, the players are there. They just got to continue to develop. As coaches, we got to help them get better. And uh, you know, I like where we are, at least offensively speaking. More of my conversation with the Plainfield Quakers head coach, Brian Woodard, when we return. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. Dot org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415-231-3871. That's 415-231-3871. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. We now continue with my conversation with Brian Woodard, the head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. It's got to be nice from a receiver position. You talk about these guys having to step up, but they know if they just run to the spot, the ball's going to be there. I mean, Slayton's that good. He'll throw it where you're going to mm-hmm. be, just be there. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, I mean, Ben's a very accurate passer. There's certainly plenty he can clean up on. And and uh, I think, you know, for the most part, um, the consistency has, has the potential to be there because Ben does have the ability to deliver the ball. 
but there's, you know, so many things that go, you know, go along with that. Um, you know, can you get off of press coverage? You know, it doesn't do you any good if the quarterback can put the ball in the spot if you can't, you know, if you can't release at the line of scrimmage and those kind of things. So, you know, those are the, the things that a lot of these guys are going to have to understand in a hurry because last year, uh, you know, when, when you played Plainfield on Friday night, you knew that you better figure out a way to defend Dante Keys and Gavin Ritter because if you didn't, you know, they were going to they were going to rip you pretty good. So now, rather than worrying about Gavin Ritter and Dante Keys, now, like you said, it's that second-tier group. Okay, now they're going to worry about me. Now I'm going to be, you know, that guy that, that they're going to try to defend. So that's just a, that's an experience deal, you know. And, and with time, they'll get there. And, and I know they're all of our wide receivers. Uh, the guys I mentioned as well, some I did mention, are all very hard workers, and, and they want to make themselves look the best they can, they can look and, and put Ben in positions where he can deliver the ball and they can catch it. Coach, you talk about you having a guy at quarterback you've never really had before, but all the good Plainfield teams you've had have had one thing in common. They had bigs up front on both sides of the ball that could control the line of scrimmage. How do we look this year, you know, in between the tackles, both sides mm-hmm. of the ball? Well, it's, it's funny, um, you know, for forever. You know, I, I came here in, in 1997, um, and forever we've, we've had just, incredibly strong and physical offensive linemen and defensive linemen for a long time. I mean, that's just, that's what this school was known for. I could go down the list of, of division one guys that we've had play in addition to the D two and D three guys. I mean, heck right now we've got the starting right tackle uh, for the Baltimore Ravens and James Hurst. I mean, this is, you know, this is lineman you, so to speak. Uh, that's changed a little bit. And, you know, that's just an ebb and flow of things. It's not anything that we've done or not done that's contributed to that, but we are thinner on our offensive and defensive lines than we've been uh, in the past. Um, maybe a little smaller, uh, but with that though, I mean, I think we've got, we still have some guys that there are some big cats. Uh, you know, Levi Parker is a young man that's never played before. I mean, Levi six four two eighty. I mean, sweet mama, that's a big dude. Uh, we just don't have you know two or three of those guys like maybe we've had in the past. So uh, yeah, we've got some good guys up front on the offensive line, defensive line wise. Uh, Still big at nose. Garrett Lee is a returner from last year. Garrett is a – if football guys are familiar with a, a two-gapper, uh, maybe like a Vince Wilfork kind of a body, that's Garrett Lee. Uh, and, and, and at our defensive tackle spots, we're a little bit leaner, kind of in that 215 to 225-pound range. Maybe guys that can run a little bit better than we've ran in the past, which has its advantages as well. So uh, maybe not as big as we used to be, but uh, I know our kids are going to be technically sound and they're going to play really hard. All right, Coach, let's talk about being one play away from winning a sectional, which you guys were, and uh, how long does that stay with you? Yeah, I think we've, we've talked about this before, and it's, it's, uh, that's a great question. I think different games and, and different teams you know, have that kind of you know, hangover longer than others. And I think this year, um, that our season in general, the 2016 season, stuck with me for a long time. Uh, just because some of the the adversity that we had to deal with that really nobody knows about that just the coaches know about or just the players know about and sometimes only my my wife and and my my son and daughter know about um so you know 2016 was it was a difficult season it was a it was a disappointing um I, I was I was so disappointed for our seniors because they worked so hard and that was probably the thing that stuck with me the most was I wanted so badly for those players to win a sectional championship and and uh, we weren't able to get it done. And, and so for, for that reason, as well as some others, it just took a while. But 
you know what, once, once you get back out here into the football office in May and you start getting around the coaches and you get around the kids and eventually you get into June and, and the lockers are filled again and, and the voices are back in the locker room, you know, for those of us that, that coach for, uh, for a living, you know, that's a special moment to hear those voices again. And, and you forget about 2016 uh, completely. You don't forget about the players because they're always going to be in your memory, but, but you forget about the season a little bit and, and you look forward to what's upcoming in this case, the 2017 season. Because, I mean, it seems hard to believe, but we've been doing this show now for 10 – this will be our 10th season. It seemed like it took longer for you to get over this past season than any season I can remember. Yeah, and like I said, I, each, and here's the deal. You know, I mean, I go back to my first year in 2006. Um, you know, we go undefeated, and we, have, we play Cathedral in the sectional final. Well, we were probably the second or third, maybe fourth best team. We just happened to have to play the, the best team, but – you know, gosh, I was, you know, I was 30, 31 years old at the time. I was pretty naive and, and dumb. And was like, this was pretty easy. We just went undefeated and <laughs> just got beat by a couple of scores at Cathedral. Heck, we'll do this every year. We'll get them next year. And as you get older, you realize, man, that was a really, really good team. I don't know if I'll ever get another team like that again. Or you realize how hard it is to get back to those things. So I think that has a lot to do with it. And that's just, you know, that's just on me. That's just me getting older and, and, and less, uh, less naive, I guess, with respect to how hard it is that coaches have to work just to get to where we were. And that's, that's a big part of it. I've always said that, um, you know, I, I, I'm a year-to-year coach. I don't ever want to think about when that time will, will be uh, where I walk away. But, but I know one of the call signs of it will be when I, when I no longer am willing to come back in and work my tail off for that next group of kids. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what's critical because it is so much hard work to get a group ready. And, uh, you know, we're, we're all, all engines forward this year for 2017, so we're excited to get to work and, and continue the work that we've already done. Here I guess Brian Woodard, the head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. Coach, you mentioned that, and you're quite candid about this, that every year you just decide whether you want to do it again or not. A lot of these mm-hmm. football coaches will say, I'm going to be with it until they put me in the box, and that you know that's right. it. Um, how yeah. do you kind of make that decision every year, do I want to come back? Well, I, like I said, I, you know, there, there's a lots of, lots of, I shouldn't say lots of things. There are a handful of things that, that I look at, but you know, one of those right up at the, at the top is, you know, are you willing to put the time in? Are you willing to work at it? And, um, this program deserves that. You know, I think, uh, uh, Mr. Bowles, the uh, IMS president, you know, talks about his job with Indianapolis Motor Speedway saying this job deserves a person in a suit. And I, I love that. Um, you know, this job as head football coach deserves somebody that's going to work, you know, 360 plus days a year uh, for this program. And, you know, that's that includes vacations and, and Christmas breaks and spring breaks or whatever it takes. And, and, and at the point in time when I'm no longer willing to do that, then it, that's time. And that's that's really going to be one of my 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 biggest, uh, you know, when when that moment happens, that that that's when I'll know, I would think, you know, people say, you just know when it's time. Um, I, and I think that would be one of those calling cards, but you know, I, I love coaching here. I love teaching here. Um, I love being a part of the community. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, we're headed in a, in a, in a great direction. We just got to keep our, uh, keep our foot on the gas and keep pushing ahead. Coach, as we wind down here, this seems hard for me to say, because we've been talking about him for 10 years now, basically next year, you're going to coach your son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, and I think the last show we talked a little a little bit about that, and that's a very uh, 
that's kind of nerve wracking for sure. Just having him in the same building with me will be different, you know, because it's one thing you coach and you teach everyone else's kids, but all of a sudden you see, you know, your son walking down the hallway, but you know what? I, I've been lucky. I've, I've learned from, uh, from some of the best from, uh, you know, Chuck Schwanekamp when I very first came on, on board here. I mean, he's coached two of his sons. I had a daughter that came through Plainfield high school and uh, the list could go on and on of, of other great teachers that, that I've watched them, how they've interact with, with their kids. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's just one of those things that uh, just tells me I'm getting older and, uh, <laughs> like it or not, you know, father time is undefeated. And I knew, you know, that this was going to happen sooner or later. And, um, you know, God willing, I'm, I'm blessed and lucky enough to be able to have a chance to, to coach Blake, uh, in football, uh, here in the next couple of years. More of my conversation with Plainfield Quakers head coach, Brian Woodard. When we return, you're listening to central Indiana today. Rob Kendall here, speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information... You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. You're listening to Central Indiana Today. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us. We now continue with my conversation with head coach of the Plainfield Quakers, Brian Woodard. It's interesting because we joked about it years ago that hopefully you co- would coach long mm-hmm. enough to be able to do it. I know it's a it would be a huge honor for you to be able to coach your son. Yeah, it, it is. You know, he's just been a part of the program for so long that, uh, you know, I mean, and not not to not to say that my kid does more than any other kid because that's that's not what this is about. But just the uh, the the hours and days that when Dad has to go to the football office, you know, my wife is, is, doesn't have summers off and doesn't have a lot of time off. So, you know, when when Dad's got to go into the football office, you know, Blake and Allison Woodard, hey, guess what, guys, we we get to go down the football building and and uh, oh, Dad, you know, and um, it's just but but it's that investment that that I think both of my kids have have put in and. And I'm very, I'm very honored to have them part of that because, you know, Plainfield football has helped me raise my kids. And that sounds kind of corny, but, but it's true. You know, the men that have played, I should say the, the young men that have played and the men that have coached with me um, have been surrogate fathers to my kids. And, and, it, and that's, man, that's, that's worth a lot of money. You know, high school teachers and coaches don't make a lot, but I'm going to tell you right now, that, that's worth every, every little single cent that I've got paid to have those people in the lives of my kids. That's been, uh, it's been pretty special. And I'm looking forward to, you know, con- that continuing as Blake is a football player. And one day Allison is uh, whatever she decides to be here at, at Plainfield high school. All right, coaches, we wind down here. Obviously we'll get into the Avon game as we do our Avon preview game preview show for the Avon mm-hmm. game here in a, about a month. But want to ask, what do we do now? What does the next month look like until we talk again before week one? 
Well, b- before I forget, I want to I'm going to plug a couple things just just real quick. I, I feel like are important, you know, for our program. Uh, we have our golf outing coming up here July 14th, uh, and that's that's at Deer Creek uh, Golf Course, and and uh, that's a noon registration, a 1 p.m. start. We'd love to have people come out and support our program at our golf outing. Um, and then that next week, July 17th through the 21st, that's our team camp. And I, I mentioned, you know, getting to July and, and doing those kind of things. Um, that's where all that's going to happen. And on the last night of team camp on July 21st, uh, we have the uh, uh, Indiana Blood Center come out. And from 3 to 8 o'clock, uh, we do a blood drive that evening. And if anyone follows social media very often or maybe listen to the news, knows that the uh, the blood uh, the blood center is really low on blood, so it comes at a, a great time for them and a, and a great time for us. And, and you know what, Rob? After that, that's kind of it. You know, we we condition a little bit for a week, and then we're right back in school. And you know, you throw in a youth camp in there. I should have mentioned that our youth camp starts on July 10th, uh, and, and that's at six o'clock. And so that's that's also in there. So you know, between youth camp and, and team camp and conditioning, and all of a sudden school starting, July is a pretty short month. Yeah, it's interesting because I remember when I was a kid, and, and you're a little bit older than me, so probably for you too, it's like mm-hmm. the summer was like forever, and you were always doing camps, and it just seems like everything's so condensed now. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, when we get back to work on Monday, I mean, it's there's three, literally there's three weeks in June. Our first teacher day is July 31st, and uh, that's just, uh, it, it just, you know, it's it's hard to, uh, it's hard to deal with. I guess we've been doing it long enough now that I'm, I'm getting kind of used to it, but um, it, it certainly doesn't make it, it, it takes a little bit of the, the summer feel away from it. Cause I was like you, you know, it, it, I looked forward to the start of school in, in the sense that, you know, I was like, man, I'm, I, I need to see some other people. I'm getting kind of bored here. I need to get back to work. But I mean, it's, and you know, now it's just, it's not that way. I mean, it just seems like, you know, yesterday we were just finishing up school and I, and I know, you know, there's certain, there's certain studies and yada, yada, yada about this, that, and the other. And, and, and I'm sure they're all fine, well, and good. But all I know is it's a pretty short summer for, for us coaches. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it's definitely different than, than when you and I were in school. Well, Coach, we love you, as always. Best of luck throughout the rest of the summer. And I'm excited talking to you here in just about a month for week number one. Awesome, Rob. Always appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. That was Brian Woodard, head coach of the Plainfield Quakers. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's conversation, check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. Just search Central Indiana Today. As always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. 
We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. And our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. And you're always welcome to stop in at 480 East Northfield Drive, Suite 300 in Brownsburg. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. Participate in global diplomacy and bring the world to the Hoosier State and your home. AUSA is a top-tier nonprofit agency that matches exceptional high school students with qualified host families for a rewarding exchange experience that cultivates leadership skills, develops intercultural awareness, and enhances local families and communities. For more information about hosting a student or studying abroad, visit www.ayusa.org. That's www.ayusa.org or call 415 415- Two three one three eight seven one. That's four one five two three one three eight seven one. The UPS store Brownsburg is located at one twenty four East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is eight five eight one four two two. The UPS store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. Rob Kendall here speaking with Donald James from Impact Youth Mentoring. Donald, what is Impact Youth Mentoring? Rob, we are a not-for-profit group pairing mentors with at-risk youth in Hendricks County and developing tomorrow's leaders. How long has Impact Youth been around and how many children have been impacted? We were formed in 2011 and have impacted more than 125 kids through our mentoring and after-school tutoring services. So how can folks get involved with Impact Youth? We are always in need of some good folks who are interested in becoming a mentor for children in Hendricks County who could use mentoring. And if someone wants more information? You can find us on Facebook by searching Impact Youth Mentoring or at our website, impactyouthmentoring.org. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.